0: mark Tauscher in just a little bit once we get him connected and ready to go so we will have to delay his opening statement
1: uh, we can all do the same
0: but they're a bad football team they're yeah, a bad football team. very good. This is this is what happens when you're a bad football team. You lose when you go on the road to Washington. 23-21 is the final. The Boda Box wine line is 855-616-1620. If you have something to say about this Green Bay football game, just call us on that Boda Box wine line, 855-616-1620. And you can be heard. Budabox, this is how we bode it. Please drink responsibly. Must be 21 or over Butterbox Vineyards, Manteca, California. And he is with us now. He is the Packers Hall of Famer. And we start each and every Green Bay Game Day postgame show the same way. And that is from the opening statement from Mark Tauscher.
2: Uh It's time to panic. It is time to panic. Uh, last week, I was... We were, ah, It's right up there. Uh, do you guys remember... A couple weeks ago, got a win against New England. And, oh, you know, going to be 5-6-1, and and head to Buffalo, and then we'll see what kind of football team we have. Uh, Those days are gone. And I don't recognize this Aaron Rodgers-led offense. I have for the entire time I've been doing media, which has been about six years, so ten years, whatever it is, with Aaron Rodgers, I always felt like, yeah, they got this. There's some problems here, but you know what? We got this guy. I don't recognize what this looks like. It looked like, when did you ever feel like, and I don't think I was the only one, and you guys correct me if I'm wrong, where I was thinking when Washington went up nine or when Washington went up four, I was thinking, if the defense doesn't make a play, we ain't scoring. That's what I felt like in the second half. Now, you got a ton of penalties that allowed Green Bay to go get a touchdown, but it needed every break they could. This offense is broken. The defense, I still think that this defense, especially the pass defense that Jair gave up for, Jair played Terry McLaurin. McLaurin beats him for the touchdown. This, I'm much more worried about this offense, and this is the most worried I have been about a Aaron Rodgers-led offense even more so than when Matt LaFleur first took over. This looked about as – I don't want to go too strong with the word here. Help me out because it, it looked anemic. This offense is
1: broken. I like that word. No, it would be just and as I good with Jordan know. Love. Just that everybody
0: saw I, it. No, no, it would be worse just with Jordan
2: as, Love. It'd be
1: worse with Jordan It
0: can't Love. be worse. I, well, hey, did, know the, the, worse. The, the touchdown throw that Aaron Rodgers had to yeah. Aaron Jones – Guess who ain't making that play? It doesn't make any difference. Yeah, he
2: ain't making that play. Fine. They lose the game. So in cl- they lost in it with closing, him. They lose Homer, it without him. In closing up my opening statement, oh, okay. I don't know what this offense is going to do to get any better. The solution needs to be found. I don't have it, and it certainly didn't look like Matt LaFleur had it today. He was – this is as rattled as I've seen a head football coach, and that rattling, I believe, is because – he doesn't have any answers. If he had them, we'd be seeing them. So it is back to the drawing board. I am open. Uh, I think all of us. What do you got? What can be done? Because this isn't. Oh, Devonte. This today was as sad of an offensive performance as I've seen in Aaron Rodgers' led offense, probably in all the years he started. That's my opening statement. I don't. I am distraught as a Packer fan watching what we saw today. That is not a good football team. No. Washington, their ownership group is a hot mess. We took over the stadium. You heard a lot more. I don't know. Domovsky, everybody that was there could tell us different. But it felt like there are a ton of Packer fans there. And we, were, we weren't the better team. We were outplayed. We're fortunate to get the ball back with 25, 29 seconds left to have a fighting chance. Because if we don't get a pick six... Oh, it, just a distraught. I am distraught sitting here. I don't know. I don't have any answers, and I don't know who does, because it doesn't feel like anybody uh, on that sideline No, today Goody has
1: not. the answers. What is it? They have to get players. They don't have any players. I mean, it's not.
2: Well, if he
0: had the answers, he wouldn't be in this
2: spot.
1: Well, he didn't think he needed so That's not true. He thought he had Aaron Rodgers, and they got. They, he's got to get better players.
0: The the problem is, like, Aaron Rodgers, even Aaron Rodgers at the peak of his powers isn't going to be able to erase all the stink. Do they go and probably win this game? He's not at the peak
2: of his powers. No, No. he's he's certainly not at the
0: peak of his powers, Tausch. I 100% agree with that. But even at the peak of his powers, you still need explosiveness from somebody on the offense outside of Aaron Jones. Like You just do in order to be a good offense. Otherwise, Uh, you trade him. Do you trade
1: Rodgers? No, you don't trade you know? No, First off, the, you're not trading. Yeah,
0: the cap number the would The cap be... hit.
2: No, it, you're not doing that. Here's the issue today. Because last week I got on here and we were talking. It was O-line. The O-line stunk last week. In the film, watching the film, obviously the Packers felt the same way we did. And it was fairly obvious. The O-line was fine today from a pass-blocking standpoint. Now, granted, game plan was get the ball out quick. Rodgers' downfield yards was anemic. But... I thought for being thrown into the mix like they did with no uh, David Bakhtiari, I don't think he got sacked. He didn't get hit a ton. He was inaccurate with the football. There's no threats. You have no threats, no explosives outside of Aaron Jones. The best play all day is the lateral, a little pitch to Aaron Jones. And, you know, the announcers kept saying, keep doing it. Well, you can't run the same play 50 times, but I – I'm with him, run it five more times because that was a, the most effective play you had until the very end when Washington, you know, penalized its way to give in Green Bay a touchdown. So it is Aaron Jones, and there's nobody else that anybody is even remotely afraid of, and that's why this offense is in the worst space it's been in since I can remember.
0: Eight five five six one is the Boda Box Wine Line. Do you think it's... Talk me off the ledge,
3: Gabe. Talk me off the ledge. How can I
0: talk you off the ledge? Like, this is a team. I don't know. Uh, So, third down today, Tausch. 0-for-6. 0-for-1 on fourth down. 217 yards of offense. They gave up 364. Rush defense, El Stinko again today. 38 carries, 167 yards. And then even Jair. I I understand Jair's going up against Terry McLaurin, but Jair didn't have a good game today. Just didn't.
2: It happens, it happens,
0: it, certainly does.
2: But well, And McLaurin's good. Yep, McLaurin yeah, I, is really good. He's Homer, really good. Homer, do Packer fans still have confidence in Matt LaFleur?
1: Can no. things turn
2: this quickly?
1: Well, yeah, he's never lost two in a row. Now he's lost three in a row. Uh, of course you can lose confidence because nobody thought they would be this bad. Or oh, Gabe was the first one to say it. It's just not a very good team even when they won. Um, no, you have to decide what are you going to do. I mean, if they want to save this season, they have to acquire offensive help. No, this season's this season's done. Done? Really? Done. Even if they acquire offensive it's help?
0: It's done. What are you acquiring at this point?
1: You acquire some player that can create some sort of downfield threat. <sighs> Let's
0: go trade for Devontae. <laughs> I mean, hey, if you could go out and trade for Devontae, I'd do it in a heartbeat. And I think that it, it certainly would help this team turn things around. But it just, it doesn't exist. Like... I, mean, I know people want to say, oh, look at what the, uh, the the Carolina Panthers fire sale. Go get D.J. Moore. They've made it clear they don't want to trade D.J. Moore. They, there was a report out earlier today. They said no to two first-round picks for Brian Burns, one of their better defensive players, by the way, Then they went out and kicked Tampa Bay's ass today. Um, so I just don't think that teams are in the habit of trading, unless it's the offseason, trading these explosive receivers that we saw changing hands all over the place, and the Packers didn't bother to go out and get any more explosive weapons after they traded away their big explosive weapon. Well, if the season's over, then why don't you trade Rodgers? I mean, you'd have to create so much space to absorb the accelerated cap hit. Like, I don't know who else you trade. Now, if you're talking about trading Aaron Jones, I mean, things would get really bad, but he's Mm -hmm. your only explosive weapon, but he's probably the only weapon that people, you know, that's out there that could fetch anything. How depressing
2: is this? How depressing is this? Yeah. Three weeks ago, we're sitting here. I got got fortunate to win. Uh, We go to London. Stink the second half, but we're still okay. And now we're legitimately having a conversation that we're going to trade Aaron Rodgers or Aaron Jones.
0: Well, it's either that like, or check the draft. We're <laughs> <laughs> we I'm not going to. Well, because Tausch. I mean, sitting here, at, they're now three and four. I don't think we got anybody. They're, they're going to be double digit dogs next week, right?
2: Yeah, they're going to be big dogs. I my cover five stinks. <laughs> Green Bay Packers <laughs> stinks. Yeah,
1: mine's looking I, it's pretty just, good.
2: Again. Did you take Washington
1: today? No, I avoided it. I said for the first time, you always say I like to be early. Well, now with the Packers, I'm late. I have no idea what this team is. Now I'm joining Gabe's club. They're not very good. So I'm not counting on them doing anything until they do it first. Because it's clear to me, they're also fragile. They're not used to losing. And when things start not going their way, they just fall apart. Look at these.
2: Yeah, they're,
0: they're ahead by two yeah. touchdowns. So, and, and clearly Rodgers is frustrated. The cameras caught him twice, yes, once what, using an expletive going, what are we doing? And then later going, looking at the sideline going, what are we doing? I know, and I'd like to know an explanation for that. I'm I'm more than willing to let, to let Aaron Rodgers run
1: the offense. Do whatever you want. Because then he can't complain if it doesn't work. That's the first thing you have to do with people that complain about everything. Put him in charge. All right, Aaron, you're running it. This were, we've lost three in a row. My my first meeting, I'm on the floor. Aaron, let's go. You have been part GM now. You. You're part offensive coordinator. Let's let her roll. Let's see what he decides. Uh, I'm, I'm glad good karma doesn't do that because
2: we do not want not want Homer uh, Steve the Homer True in charge. Is that a fair assessment? Yeah, fair yes. assessment.
1: <laughs> I think I was yeah, about to say I Homer don't know. Admit. No, I'm not as yeah, good at what know. I do as Rodgers is. You you have a problem with telling Rogers? You, his body language is pathetic. What are we doing? What are we doing? What, I mean, we're watching the same thing he is. And I don't know that, did you, I don't know that I thought, what are they doing? I thought they're trying to come up with something. The short stuff seemed to work better and that wasn't working. So I don't know. What, what, do, what do you think? I'll tell you, he you what meant? happened, Homer. What Here, do you think he I'm meant give by you what are quick- we doing? I'm going
2: to give you a quick synopsis of what I think, how today played out. I think the Bakhtiari injury freaked him out a little bit. Okay. I think starting Tom's at lef, uh, Tom at left tackle, uh, I think they thought, all right, we need to really simplify, shorten the game plan up. We're not going to let uh, you know anyone off the edge, off of Tom, get you know, let him wreck the game. And I thought he accounted himself pretty well. Again, not a lot of clear rush into his face. I think he had time. And they went, we're going to just get the ball out of our hands. I think Rodgers predetermined a lot where I'm just getting the ball out of my head. Those little swing passes out to Aaron Jones or A.J. Dillon. And then you, some of the throws, we're going to look back and say he oh, yeah, had seven right drops. He didn't put the ball in great places on a couple of eyes either. And you, when you can't convert third downs, like they weren't, and Gabe, you said 0 for 6. That's when you start looking and thinking, all right, what else can we do? What else... Is, you can't just lean on Aaron Jones for everything. If they don't have anything to hang their hat on. They haven't they haven't figured it out and they're not going under center. I, I hope somebody asks if that's because Roger's thumb and they don't want to do that because some of the best stuff they've had is those play action stretch where they're under center and teams are actually looking like they're gonna run the football. But there is nothing as a fan that you look at and feel All right, we got some rhythm. This team hadn't had rhythm since the first half against the New York Giants. That's the last time this team had had any type of rhythm or flow on offense, and I don't know how they're going to recapture that. That's what they need to figure out.
0: 855-616-1620. That is the Boda Box Wine line. You can call, you can text. Get your thoughts in as the Packers lose 23-21 to the Washington Commanders. We get to you next on the Green Bay Game Day Post Game Show.
4: More of Green Bay Game Day post game coming up next, presented by Island Resort and Casino and sponsored by Bud Light, brewed with four simple ingredients for the highest quality taste on the Tundra Trio radio. You're listening to Green Bay Game Day post game with Gabe Homer and Touch. presented by Island Resort and Casino and sponsored by Bud Light, America's favorite light lager since 1982 on the Tundra Trio Radio Network.
5: Open for Rodgers. Rolling, throwing, end zone! What a catch! Did he hold it in? What a play by Aaron Jones!
0: Rising over curl for a crucial score for Green Bay! I'd say that was about the only play where Aaron Rodgers looked like the vintage Aaron Rodgers, the Aaron Rodgers of old. His second touchdown pass to Aaron Jones got the Packers within two points. But that's as close as they would get. They fall 23-21 to the Washington Commanders on the road. Packers now 3-4 and four on the season before they had to, in my estimation, the best team in the NFL. They'll take on the Buffalo Bills Sunday Night Football next Sunday. It's the Green Bay Game Day post-game show. And time to get out to you, the callers, 855-616-1620 on the Boatbox wide line, where we begin with Paul and Madison. Paul, you're on the Tundra Trio Radio Network.
6: Hey, Gabe. Well, at least the last play was kind of fun. Um I, you know, you guys know I've been saying it for weeks. Uh, the, the true quality of this team—they're uh, doing nothing to disappoint me. They're what I thought they were. Last week I said seven and ten. Maybe that's probably about right. It could be worse. It might, maybe should be worse, to be honest, because the question I think the I think there are two key, key questions going forward, and they have nothing to do with this season, because this season is not redeemable. The questions going forward are: a) Where is the next quarterback coming from? Will it be in the draft this year, if they get lucky, or will it be probably more likely after next year's draft, after they have a truly miserable season? Because I think with Jordan Love as the quarterback next year, you know they could easily be, I don't know, three and 14, four and 13, something like that. And then maybe there's a guy that you can, you can wrap your arms around and say, "This is the guy for the future. We're not going to be lucky and have it go like, like Favre to Rogers. There's going to be some interim here. Um, and the second main question is, who should the coach be? This coach, I, I have to say, the defensive coordinator decision was terrible. This is a bad defense. The special teams continue to be bad. The offense is broken, and he is not doing anything that I can see to fix it. He His challenge decisions during games are terrible. He does look rattled. You don't give away a third and four compared to a third and seven. And then the fumble was a decent challenge, and you, you know, maybe in a different day they get that call, maybe they don't. But at that point, you've used them both up, and that just kind of thing happens all the time. This is a, this is a badly coached team that you know is essentially staring in the face of a really bad season, the kind that we haven't had here since the last year of Mike McCarthy. And you know, and the quarterback doesn't, as I said, I've been saying to you guys all year long, he's not going to want to stay here. He's not going to. They can't trade him. He Doesn't have any trade value right now. So he's done. And so now the question, there are going to be some tough questions Gudakunst and Murphy have to ask themselves about the future. How does it get better? Paul, we've
0: let you go on a diatribe here without taking a breath for about two minutes, and it's amazing to me that the first time you mentioned Gutekunst was there in terms of he has to, because I don't know how much Gutekunst is a part of this team's future either. I did a fun little exercise of, okay, when, when Christian McCaffrey was traded at the end of this past week, Okay, they give him a second, third, and a fourth. Like, if the Packers could get a, an equivalent weapon at, at a wide receiver, I would clearly give up a second, third, and a fourth because you take a look at the drafts that Brian Gutekunst has had and his second, and thir- second third, fourth-round picks have been 80% misses. Like, I'm not expecting anybody to be perfect. I'm not expecting, but, like, you start taking a look at some of those guys he's taken in rounds between rounds three and four, and it's clear why there is, I think, a talent gap on this roster. I'm just assuming,
6: Gabe, that I don't disagree, but I'm assuming that at some point you do give somebody credit for 39 victories and playoff performances. And the problem right now is we can argue about, okay, once a year or during the year when he gets a chance to improve the team, maybe he's not done as well as he should. When I look at LaFleur, we're seeing the evidence every week, unfortunately.
0: Paul, I'm seeing the evidence every week of zero explosiveness on offense. They have nobody. They have absolutely no one that can go out and make a play. Doesn't
6: exist. But they do have a defense, Gabe. They do have a defense. Uh, they do they? They a defense. and they, do they though? Well, I, they're supposed to. Well, they're I, supposed I understand
0: to. they're supposed to. Yeah, but the Paul, you never believed in Jair, any Jair, of the Jair supposed Jair Alexander
6: to. Had, Jair, Jair, Jair Alexander had several opportunities to make a difference in this game today, and he couldn't do it. Yep. Now, okay, maybe that's a bad game. But, but I, I, listen, it, it's broken at many levels, and maybe you're right. Maybe it'll be a total house cleaning. But, but if the, right now, the people in charge have to think about what's going to happen next. Where is the quarterback coming from? Is this the right coach well, to play with that, with that quarterback a year from now, two years from now, whatever? It's not going to be Aaron Rodgers. This team isn't going to go to the playoffs. They're probably going to have a losing record. Yep. They and have we, to get real about what the future is going to be.
0: Yeah, we appreciate the call, Paul. But the other thing is that you have to remember... Brian Gutekunst isn't part of this. Oh, the people in charge. There's one guy in charge because Brian Gutekunst is on the same level organizationally LeFleur. as Lafleur. As Lafleur is, so there's one man that can make those decisions, and that's Mark Murphy. And he gave him both. He gave him both extensions. Yep. Mm-hmm. So. My guess is both these guys, nobody's getting fired, and I know we've gotten, uh, you know, Ken Hartland made sure he, he texted in to the Boto Wine line, 855-616-1620. Um, both good Lafleur, uh, He wants them to be fired immediately. No, not they're gonna both going to be back for next season. Nothing would, no, it's just not happening.
1: Nothing would occur. The soonest would be as if this year's a disaster, next year's a disaster. Then they'd have to consider it.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I looked at you look at this whole thing and the NFL it's not as easy as what Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers made it look the last 3 years so i think we're all we're we are looking at things through a different set of glasses and expectation wise but this has dropped off to a point it's one thing if you lose some heartbreakers against good teams and you you lose an a ele- when you're playing teams that you think are worse than you and we all thought that and you're finding out you're not and you look at and the jets are a much better team than we are as we sit here and washington is a much better team than we are as we sit here today so now what are you going to do about it is there some solutions coming no i don't because agree because coaching with you there. is about washington solving is not, problems
1: washington is not way better than the packers they're not
2: no i didn't say way better i said they're better i don't think so so they just won the game.
1: I understand and They won the
2: dominated game. the sec- they dominated the last three quarters they, they, of play.
1: They, dominated. Again, the Packers did things you're just not giving them credit for. This is a Packer team that's in the process now finding a way to lose games. I think the Packers are a better team than the Cowboys. Put that up as a question. Put that up as a as a discount leaker tweet. Yeah, the Packers are better than the than Washington. Yes. I still believe that. What
0: But okay, but okay, let's this is a fun game to play. Right. Wait, so, the Packers are better at quarterback? Who's, who has I don't better know, receivers? Today, they weren't. Yeah.
2: Were
1: they better at quarterback today?
0: No. Uh, but although that Homer, might have something to do with the wide receivers um, and Terry McLaurin, you know, I, you could make that again, argument. Again,
1: it's all about four quarters. They weren't in the second half. They were in the first half. Better defensive line. Heineke
2: Washington. stunk. He should have had three pick sixes. I know. He, he was all over the place. But not, not then the second half. He settled in. The second half, no, he, he was Hall of Fame. That, Homer Heineke was better than Rodgers today. He was. Well, that's I mean, just and he made the no, he made the plays he
0: needed. I mean, the throw to McLaurin for the touchdown was awesome. The throw he made to McLaurin, I couldn't believe they threw the ball. They decided the the Washington Commanders today, when facing a third and long late in the game,
1: they believed in him.
0: Instead of just running the football and tried to drill some, you know, run out clock and do that, they decided, ah, screw it, let's go for it. They put the ball in the hands of Taylor Heineke, and it paid off, and it worked out. Yeah. That's that's the state of the Green Bay Packers right now, that a team decided you, that Taylor Heineke was the guy to win the game, and he did exactly what they needed him to do.
2: Yeah, you you can account for one clunker, and I always say that, you know, oh, when yeah. you look back at the last, first game of last season or here, uh, when you have three clunkers, you're clunky.
1: Yeah, I agree.
2: There's not, you can't, like, junk, oh, 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 this is who we are as a football team. Right now, Now. Yes. I think you can hope, and as the great Kenny Rovak used to say, hope is not a strategy. It's not. So what are you going to do? You're playing the best team in football at their place, and right now Packer fans are saying, just let's not get embarrassed. Nobody's thinking we're going to go win. Now, it'd be awesome if Green Bay can pull it together and kind of rally the troops, but right now I guarantee you Packer fans are thinking, oh, God, you're almost getting that Let's not go to Ohio State and get run out of the gym as a Badger fan. That's the vibe I'm getting from Packer fans right now after today. Yeah. Well,
1: Man, I, I got to ask you a question. I don't feel. care what the Packer fans think. They're not in the business of trying to be accurate. They're in the business of being emotional. The fact is, what do you think? You played on this team. Right now, I will admit, when they were up 14, I'm thinking, I don't know. I think they could find a way to lose this game. That's what you think in every I did game. Not.
2: I when I they were up 14, game. I did not. Really? I thought I thought Taylor Heineke was so bad in that first quarter, and balls were just up for grabs.
0: Yes, every Pick ball sixes. should have been intercepted. Every in well, yes. in even when they well, faced at adversity. Least three or four. When right. they, and then they faced adversity early, and Mari Rogers muffed the punt, but they just hold him yeah. to the field goal. You know, they don't give up the yeah. touchdown in that instance. They just hold him to the field goal, go down, march down, and it's fourteen three, you're like, okay, they righted that ship. And they had
1: the terrible the play that they did. They got unlucky on, and then yet they still didn't give up a field goal. Cause yep, Washington missed. No, the, my question, Tausch, is. Paul just said seven and ten. Every game to me, yeah. where someone stands based on how many wins they think the team's going to have. I was at eleven. I said ten before this game, and. <laughs> and now, You're getting closer to seven. No, I'm not at seven. There's no way I'm at seven. I'm not close to seven. Dropping to nine. I will bet I don't anybody know how they can... win more than seven games. I okay. just don't think.
3: Well, uh,
1: I don't think they're I'm that bad. You. I'm probably now at nine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. And it's gonna going to stay at nine. To continue after... to
0: click down. Yes, it does. But that's uh, yeah. what I want to know. You. What do you think? So. You say they're going to finish six and three because I think we all agree they're going to lose to Buffalo next week, right? Correct. So then they have nine games left and they're right. sitting there at three and five. five. Yeah, three and five.
2: Yeah, I as we sit here right now, I can't in good faith tell you that this team's winning eleven or twelve or eleven no. or ten games. They're not. Nope. Now, can things change? obviously things can change. Are they going to? What are they going to change into? What do we see that we – now, if you can get Debock back and all of a sudden you trust your own line and you think that you can start doing some stuff, I'm not seeing any progression – from Romeo Dobbs. I don't He was a non-factor today. Sammy Watkins, if you're banking no, on, was, I said this before. I'd say Romeo Dobbs was a Sammy factor. Watkins. He was
0: just a negative factor. Yeah. Had a couple Sammy drops. Sammy
2: Watkins is not the answer. No. Nope. He never no. was. Nope. He's not going to be. And, nope. and Christian if he Watson the answer, he'll just
1: to. get hurt again. So you can't even. If he even had a good game. Yeah. yeah they missed the best so, receivers out. Randall Cobb.
2: We always felt like that those guys needed to emerge. And you'd hope. Defensively, Aaron Jones would get you to a certain point, and then you get off to the three and one start, and you're thinking, "Okay, I've got some soft games in quotation that you should win," and you lose all three. Uh, you are what your record says you are, and right now, this is a below-average football team with not a ton of weapons, and I don't see a ton of reinforcements coming in. So, how are you going to make these big jumps? I don't. You're going to have to grind out. Aaron Rodgers is going to have to be better than he's ever been, and he's not right now. The only hope I have is that he'll get there because that's what this team needs him to be. I believe in Aaron Rodgers, but the last what four eight ten quarters of football—that's not that ain't gonna be good enough. No, they've scored one two be,
1: touchdowns. Is that what it is? You're uh, going to be struggling yeah, to
2: get to Paul's too. number if Rodgers plays like this. And you can put all the other stuff. Last week, I didn't put on him as much because of the pressure. He still was not good. If Rodgers plays like this, Paul's going to be right. This team isn't going to get to – it's going to be tough to get to seven or eight wins. 8-5-5,
0: eight, five, five, do,
2: do you feel like he's going to play a ton better? Past history would say yes, but current history would say no.
0: 855 1620 We go to Jim in Sockville. Jim, you're on the Green Bay Game Day postgame show on the Tundra Trio Radio Network.
7: Yeah, you know, I just want to... Uh, let me know if I'm being irrational here. First point is, or question is, um, who do I uh, get frustrated with the most? I see... Um, Washington simply allowing the rush to come to Heineke, and all he has to do is toss the ball over that on-guy going rush to a receiver that's wide open. Whether it's over the, the center or uh, a screen pass or towards the sideline, um, should I be most critical? And that happened over and over and over and over again. Should I be critical of the player or should I blame the coach since it's being, uh, it's uh, recurring uh, re- current, st- current position is I'm blaming the coach. The other thing is, am I too far out there in that, I don't perceive this team getting to the Super Bowl because I haven't seen them play at a high enough level to this point that they could draw upon if they got into the playoffs. And therefore, I want them to play well going forward, but to lose, lose games so we can get a high draft pick. Is that unreasonable? If you could address both of those questions.
0: Um, so I, I just don't think that they can play well and lose games. Like if they've been, they've been hanging with, and we appreciate the call, they've been hanging with these bad teams and and they just still haven't played well. Right. And they've still had opportunities at the end to potentially beat Washington and you know, so if they start playing well, they're going to win some of these games but I don't know if they're going to, like, that's the thing. Like, and if they do start playing well, it's too little too late. Yeah, Jim, having any thought about the Super Bowl, man, I, I don't even know if they're making the playoffs. I just like to win a game.
1: That's where you
2: got to yeah, start. It, that's it, right. Win one, and, it's, and you're not getting a tougher spot than what you're going to be in next week. So Ooh. that could be one of those. If you're an optimistic Packer fan, which I don't feel like there's a ton. Nobody's right picking to win. Maybe by the nobody. end of the week,
1: nobody's picking him to win. Nobody
2: will pick him. No, no, and you shouldn't. Nothing right. would tell you you're that right. you should. But that makes me think you should think about it because <laughs> I
0: want <laughs> no. to. That doesn't mean <laughs> it's going The old OG doke
2: I think you look at this and the idea of draft picks. We're not. No, we're not going there. Not yet. That is. End of the season conversation. Right now, you're sputtering.
1: No, wait. If you're going to go go seven and ten, you might as well go five and twelve. It's not how it works, Homer. You've been around. No, it is how it works. You've been in
2: locker rooms. You you don't. Players never think. Players don't want good draft. I don't. I I, I know. Players want you to have bad draft picks because then you're not going to get replaced. I understand the way the
1: players think at it, but that doesn't change the team you have. And that, as a fan and following your team, five and twelve is better than seven and Mm ten.
2: At the end of the season, when all said and done, I would rather, it's just like the NBA, you'd rather bottom out than be uber middle of the pack with no hope. There is never going to be a time that a Packer team that makes the playoffs and is good enough to make a playoff push, you would ever say no, especially with Aaron Rodgers. Right now, they're not there. Super Bowl, no, we can't. that can't even be a discussion point at this point. Playoffs at this point can't really be a discussion point. Winning a football game, finding a game on the schedule you can win and go out and execute, that is all these guys can be thinking about. Right now, I don't care what Matt LaFleur is thinking. He needs to come up with and say, we, we're to the point now where I think you go into Buffalo, I'm telling my special teams coordinator, give me every gimmick trick you got defensively give me every offensively we're, we're pulling out simplify no 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 give me every gadget play you got because we can't do anything explosively i want the entire toolbox i don't want any drawers closed take them dump them out and i'm gonna come start picking stuff up and we're just gonna roll and we're throwing everything we got and if that somehow we can make that thing work all of a sudden everybody's vibe is different because right now The vibe is the worst it's been in the Matt LaFleur era. 855-616-1620
0: 855-616-1620 is the Boda Box wine line. We'll get out to your calls in just a minute. But first I have to tell you that Green Bay Game Day Postgame is brought to you by Bud Light, America's favorite light lager since 1982. Light, crisp, and refreshing. And Ice Cold Bud Light is waiting for you, brewed with four simple ingredients for the highest quality taste: barley, rice, hops, and water. Pick up Bud Light during your next visit to your favorite local retailer. Enjoy responsibly 2022 anheuser Bush Bud Light, St. Louis, Missouri. We get back to that Boda Box Wine Line, 855-616-1620. We take your Calls in just two minutes.
4: When you open a crisp, cold Bud Light, you know better.
0: It, I'm, I'm really curious to see, and, and it's, always, it's always so tough when the media that is going to be there for this road game. Maybe they don't see on the television copy because you're in the, you know, in, in, in the press box. Maybe you miss it. But again, TV Fox multiple times caught Aaron looking toward the sideline, saying, "What are we doing?" I'd really like to know that what what that was about. Who are you addressing? Who are you talking to? When you're asking, what are we doing? What what are you trying to accomplish by doing that? I don't know if you'll get asked that because again, I don't know if the media in Washington actually saw that happen because we only saw it uh, because we were fortunate enough to watch it on TV. Eight five five six one six one six twenty sugar free. You're on the boatbox one line of the Green Bay game day post game show.
8: Okay, Lafleur second week in his conference. Uh, said it is, he, it, he started off, it is what it is. Again, second week in a row, let's get a little more original. So um, this game, um, I am concerned now, but I'm not as concerned as all these other, you, you guys can't say they're going to trade Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones. I say what Gabe said is you need to go out and get a receiver, or two, go out and get a couple receivers that are proven And bring him in. That's what needed They needed to either do that in the beginning of free agency after Adams was dealt, or they needed to draft a top receiver. They didn't do either, so they're in this position. But I'll tell you what really got me is on the defense, he also called his defense soft. That's what LeFleur said in his news conference after the game called his defense soft. So, What I suggest is this. Clark came in on Heineke on that play, and he attacked his midsection, or his his chest. Instead of putting his hands up and make it difficult, because he had them square on, he he lowered his body into his chest instead of keeping his hands up. One thing the Packers don't see, you don't see, I think they had one tip by uh, Lowry this year, off the, uh, off the line, is they need to get their hands up. They need to start to get their hands up. So that was a big play right there by Clark. He, he's a veteran. He should have had his hands up. The only thing that they, he could have done in that is throw it up, which he did, and he completed it, and, and that was basically the game. So uh, they need to go out and get a couple receivers, and this is the, the whole NFC is up for grabs. And as we know, in 2010, we got in the playoffs and we won it all. So um, I understand our defense is a lot better than, but our defense is pretty good. They just need to get what? Well, we found him.
0: We found him, folks. Said they were we found him. Sugar Free is the lone positive Packer fan out there that is still going to try to spin this into yeah, a Yeah, how many games are they going to
1: win? That's all, it's, how many games are they going to win? What do you say, Sugar Free?
0: They're going to make the playoffs. How many gonna games the are they going to okay. win?
8: How, how many right now? Uh, I say uh, 10 or 11, for Ten, sure. 10 or 11. 10 or 11.
1: Okay, good. All right, Love it. Go. That's how we find <laughs> like out if you that. believe. For example, I still I'm on. Uh, who's going to win more games this season? Washington or the Packers? The Packers. Packers are a better team. Packers,
8: but but, but they oh. um they have to go they have to go and get a receiver here before the deadline. It's not going to happen. Or two.
0: You I sure? Mean, it's, it's not, not going to happen. They're not going to get
8: one. No. I'll bet they get there. They're, they're going to get one. so no,
0: What? What delusional planet do you live on, sugar free? I,
1: I, well, I'm, I'm on the same planet, but I understand yours is the position. Hey, don't you think Goody sees that this year is different? Correct.
0: Yeah, but like, I, I don't see Goody. So, what do they have that could, he's, Goody's suddenly going to not treasure his own draft picks and start trading away yes. draft picks to get? But also, additionally, I don't know who's available. Neither like, do I. Who is, who is he going to get? Like Robbie Anderson. Everybody's
2: available, Gabe, for the right price. You'll you know who's available. There we go. You gotta give the right price. And I think Sugar Free brings up you know, he is Uber positive. I love that about Shug. Uh Homer <laughs> yeah. this this is. Well, he's only a ten or, or eleven. He
1: won't even say eleven. This is he was at thirteen a if couple you, weeks ago. You,
2: well, I mean, they already have five losses. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I you know just the math doesn't work
0: out eventually. Stuff. No, they,
2: <laughs> I don't think you can get the thirteen. No, they so got four losses. The Packers are it.
0: three and four. They're three and five. They're losing
1: next week. Okay, just I just want to make sure that you're you're counting the Buffalo loss. Oh yeah, I, okay,
2: yeah, that's right. fair enough. I have next week is a is a tough one. So Everybody three does. and four. They could still get to yeah. thirteen. Uh, you will not bet that. I feel fairly confident. No.
1: So. I've got to win this over you, actually, for $100 that in- I'm counting on already. Oh. The four yeah, things that would never good. happen. Yeah, and it's uh,
2: No, you're not getting that four things. That's still not. The <laughs> Packers right now he's, with Brian Gutekunst looking going to do it. a
1: Chewy. than I ever made the bet? That's why I love with on No, you made the
2: demand. bet, but you're not going to be right on all four of them. I don't even remember what the four were. When you, just- so-
1: you hear the when you hear the all right. What's your point? Right, go ahead. Yes. Your larger Good point. Good yeah, Homer keeps. This is
2: what Wildy deals with. I I keep forgetting interrupting people. It's not as much fun when I'm on the other end of it. So, uh, when you look at Goot right now. It's he knows it's panic time. He knows I just gave a hundred and fifty million dollar contract to this quarterback. I'm not going to limp out like this. I need to be bold. And what is it? What is the old crypto ads? Future favors the bold or whatever it was. You need to do something. This is different. If you think that you have the defense, if you think you can pull something off, you have to go and do it because everybody sees this ain't going to work. And Aaron Rodgers, he is not so subliminally and subtly saying, this group's going to get it done. He's telling you, you need to get me somebody. Now the question is, and this came across a bunch of texts. Uh, my buddies, would you? And I'm sure you guys have seen the same thing. Have you given too much power to Aaron Rodgers? And now here you go. That's what I'm hearing a lot of. No, I don't know wrong. the answer to
1: that. The power you gave him got you Randall Cobb, and the only reason the offense is as bad as it is is because he's hurt. He was the best guy they had, and that he was on the team only because of Rodgers. Correct? Am I missing something there? Yep. Nope, that's for they, sure. The, 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 but the evidence would say you need more of Aaron Rodgers picking players, Well, not less. If you're
2: going to do so, then you even feel more confident that they're going to go out and pick somebody up. But status quo is not doing it. The development of Dobbs and Watson, if that's what you're waiting on, you're going to be waiting and you're not going to be in the playoffs. So I think it is now more pertinent than ever that if you feel like you have a chance and you think that the rest of your roster is good enough, which I don't know the answer if Goody is saying it's not, you go out and do something. I would think that after watching this last three weeks, you would think more that I have to push chips in and do stuff. But if you think you stink, you're giving up a first-round pick. That first-round pick could be pretty valuable if this thing keeps spiraling the way that it is the last three weeks. 855-616-1620.
0: Eight five five six one six one six twenty. Next up, it is Greg in Rockford. Greg, you're on the Green Bay Game Day postgame show.
9: Hi, guys. Um, I have four points I'll make very quickly. Three are related to management. As an MBA, <clears throat> I can tell you none of the Packer coaches will ever be confused with Belichick, okay? This guy has, knows how to run field, generalship, and improvisation. A good example of that, number two point was today. We had two minutes and 20 seconds left and to save to spend two timeouts to gain 20 seconds. Is that a cost-benefit analysis? Okay, he could have ran that clock down to two minutes. He would have then had the three timeouts, right? The two-minute. No,
0: morning, no, no, Greg, 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 you're just wrong, Greg. Greg, I just want to tell you, you're wrong. All the math says if when you're in that situation, you use your timeouts on that side of the two-minute warning because you're going to end up ultimately saving more time. You don't want to let those twenty seconds run off because you lose those twenty seconds. Like those are just gone. They every team yeah, but what, when they're well, doing well, wait, it right, wait, wait every team when they're minute. doing well, yeah, it right, they take time those timeouts to on a the time right. Timeout.
9: What's that? How much relate? How much time is related to a timeout? I mean, 20 seconds. Okay, you say, well, yeah, but you say you you, you you have to save that time. Well, yeah, but a timeout might save you. A pass, Mike. A timeout could save the game in the future. You don't know what the timeout is worth. Okay. No, you
0: do. I mean, you do, Greg. I mean, you do. Like again, they're just smarter people than us that that deal with this. And this is every this is every NFL team that does it that way. Like that's just the way it is. All right. All right. Okay. That's
9: fine. Let's go on to the second point. Okay. I agree with Sugar that um, sugar-free, that, yes, uh, things can be adjusted and we can still save the season. Number three point, oh, what I do not agree with is Gutenhooster, whatever his name is, is a great g- uh, general manager. This guy manages, like, in business school, we left his style of management in 1973. Okay? the I am the employer and everybody else is an employee, and you will take my orders is what caused all his grief with, Rodgers over the last five years, okay? So now then he signs a big, long contract. Point number three, I disagree with the guy who said that Sammy Watkins is not a good receiver. Oh, yeah? Well, what what about his record at Kansas City? He was great, okay? And, and oh, yeah, when Rodgers threw his first two passes to him, they were non-catchable. I don't care about his thumb. None of his passes are any good. Oh, then at the end of the game, he throws two passes to Watkins, and he caught him. Oh, he waits to the end of the game? Well, is he pissed off at Watkins? Or what's the scoop there? Okay, So, I mean, it all comes down to field generalship,
0: and these decisions were terrible. I appreciate the call. I like the passion that Greg had there, Greg and Rockford. Yeah. Uh, yep. A lot of passion behind uh, his Packer takes. Uh, we've got a text here on the Vodafone box, one line 616 from the 608. I was at the game today. 75% Packers fans. They had home field yep. and home blew him. It's easy to blame Rodgers, but nobody is open on every single pass play. Thus, all the dump passes today. I don't see much heart in this team. Defense isn't as good as you think.
2: Yeah, I don't look. Today's game isn't about defense. The defense had opportunities early. I didn't love the, what was it, second and nine, and they gave up an eight-yard run uh, at the end. There, That was the part that I'm thinking to myself, you can't do that. So, the, the amount of not being able to overcome adversity, that has been a weakness that we've seen this team, and it's not getting any better. Uh, Sammy Watkins, I just don't trust that he's going to be, if you're expecting him to be your number one, your offense is going to struggle. Sammy Watkins could be a nice role player. He's not a number one wideout. Well, Alan Lazard not being in there hurt uh, when he got injured, but this offense is a hot mess. Uh, there's no other way to put it. They they scored only 14 points.
1: They're averaging under twenty. They're averaging like what now? About 17 a game? I
2: I don't want this offense to be this bad. I don't want it to look like they don't have a clue what they're doing. But do you think Aaron Rodgers is muttering, what was he saying, Gabe? I wasn't a lip reader. What are we doing? What are we doing?
0: What the the bleep are we doing? So
2: if your quarterback is asking first off, Aaron. You're involved in all this game playing. I don't like that one bit either. Those guys need to get it together. LaFleur and him, Tom Clements. You, know, you start yeah, we wondering. We haven't heard Clements' you know, name I, in a while. Yeah, it hasn't been the uh, – whatever that case may be. getze has gone. We saw that early in the game, the four people that Aaron Rodgers lost. You know, Lucas Patrick, Getzy, uh Help me out with the rest of them. Uh, yeah, Coach um, for the – Denver Broncos. The guy's going to be
1: without a job soon.
2: Hackett. Yeah, it's going to get fired. He lost all those guys. How much of an impact does that make? Obviously, it's made a big impact. It hasn't helped. Is it Devontae or is it? Devontae has been a big loss. We all knew that. We all knew that coming in. But we have not made any strides of being better. That's the part. After Tampa, we thought, okay, Dobbs, seven, eight catches. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Chris White, yep, yep. And now... You don't feel any better about Dobbs. You don't feel any better about any of the wideouts. You don't feel any better about Aaron Rodgers. And you don't feel any better about this offense. So it's back to the drawing board. These guys got to figure it out. Aaron and LaFleur, not just Aaron saying something, LaFleur saying something. I'm done with all the words. Just go figure something out.
0: Simple, smooth, and every sip, as easy as the last, Tito's handmade Vodka tastes just as good with tap water as it does with your favorite mixer. Back in the day, Tito distilled, hand-bottled, taste-tested, sent to a few friends, then taste-tested again to give you the finest juice around. No frills, no flavors, no fancy labels. Just the good stuff. Just Tito's. For recipes, videos, and more, visit titosvodka.com. Distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. 40% alcohol by volume, namely 80 proof, crafted to be savored responsibly. We get back to the BotoBox Wine Line, 855 1620 as the Green Bay Game Day post game show presented by the Isla Resort and Casino rolls on next on the Tundra Trio Radio Network.
4: Back after this with more Green Bay Game Day Postgame on the Tundra Trio Radio Network, presented by Island Resort and Casino and sponsored by Bud Light. Four simple high-quality ingredients: barley, rice, hops, and water. When you open a crisp Welcome back to Green Bay Game Day Postgame on the Tundra Trio Radio Network, presented by Island Resort and Casino with Gabe Homer and Tauch.
5: They're looking for one here as the Packers try to strike first, on second and goal. Rodgers, inside throw to Aaron Jones, spins his way in for the touchdown!
0: Packers fall 23-21 to the Washington Commanders on the road. Three losses in a row, and things not getting easier for the Packers as they head to Buffalo next week on Sunday Night Football. Gabe Neitzel, Steve the Homer, True, and Mark Tausch are with you taking your calls on the Box One line, line, 855-616-1620. And before we get back to the callers, Tausch, there's one thing I wanted to to, to talk with you about because uh, Mark Jamura, another Packers Hall of Famer, just like yourself, who does the show with me on ESPN Milwaukee Morning 7 to 9, over on 94.5 ESPN, Jen, Gabe, and Chewy said this week that if the Packers lose this game to Washington, they're probably going to lose next week to Buffalo, four losses in a row, and he thinks you might start losing people in that locker room that a lot of guys are going to check out. You went through a season in 2005 where the team went 4-12. and 12. Is that a possibility? How realistic is that of a possibility if this team is sitting at 3-5 and five after next week's game against Buffalo?
2: I mean, you certainly hope that that's not the case, but... If I'm going to shoot straight with you when we finished 4-12, and when it was, I think we were 3-10. and Yeah, I can remember flying back from Baltimore after we got absolutely crushed on a Monday night game. And yeah, I think guys, I, I don't think it's just players. I think there's coaches that probably had an idea. They might not be back. You start having cracks and chasms or whatever you want to say in your locker room. It is hard enough when you're winning football games. We saw the New York Jets win a football game, and one of their wide receivers wants to be traded. It's hard to keep 53 guys when you have 53 different egos together, and it is really hard to do when you're losing. So uh, Chewy's, uh, I guess, premonition on that, yes, it is a huge concern, and that's why I think in the NFL, more than almost any sports league, it is so critical to get off to a good start because you will unfortunately have those guys in your locker room. You don't want them. You find out and you get rid of them. But a lot of times it's too late by the time you find that out. So you hope that Green Bay, with the leadership that they have, they're going to hang in. You fight through it. And for me personally, it's one of my proudest seasons that I had, even though we went 4-12. and I felt like I played some of my best football because... It's hard. I always ask Joe Thomas. I don't know how he did it. Every year when you're 0 and fifty, you have those kind of seasons. It is a really tough job when things are going good. It is a brutally difficult job when you have all these quivers coming at you, telling you you stink, and you have the locker room dissension. It's hard. This team is now being tested. Its character will be tested. How you respond is what you're going to be remembered for. And hopefully this team can flip things and get this thing turned around and we can start having some victory Mondays and some joyous Green Bay game day post-game shows because it's been a while.
0: 855-616-1620 is the Boda Box Wine Line where we go to Paul in the North Shore. Paul, you're on the Green Bay game day post-game show.
3: Guys, thanks for taking the call. You know, uh, to Tausch's point about being clunky, they're certainly clunky and I think it comes from obviously Adams is gone and that's not coming back. bakhtiari has been hurt for a year and a half. Luke Gepsi's gone. These are big picture process type things that have changed. And with this young offense, I, I just I don't think they understand it really. And you know, they put lipstick on a pig three times this season. But the offense is young. Uh, special teams had some blunders obviously in the Jets game. So they're not quite there. I don't think we're Need to be talking about tanking and you know getting draft picks. I'm sure this team's going to finish with seven, eight wins. Uh, the front office and coaching staff they'll evaluate that. But I mean, it's, it's we're not we shouldn't be tanking for for draft picks at this point. I mean, these guys are professionals. They're just as professional and proud as a four and thirteen team as a three and thirteen and fourteen. So uh, they certainly need to uh, to get some things ironed out. And I remember my high school coach used to say you got to learn how to win and i think this team just needs to to learn how to win is is part of you know part of their problem too. It sounds funny, but you know winning isn't just having more points on the team, it's learning the process and how you get there and how to how to be a winner so your thoughts guys
0: yeah, certainly appreciate the call paul and and to Paul's point about the whole tanking thing like that's something that comes from management. I think that's what you were kind of trying to say earlier, Taush. like once you have fifty three guys in the locker room like the 0-16 the Detroit Lions, and I'm not saying that they were trying to you know, tank or whatever, but the 53 guys there, they're trying to win each and every week. Like the, the idea of tanking for draft picks is 100% an idea that has to come from management as they major league style try to, major league movie I should say, try to put together the worst roster possible in order to get a really good draft pick. Like once once, once yeah, the coaches and players are game planning every week, they're trying to win.
2: Yeah, Gabe, I don't even think – listen, we're not there. We're never going to be there, but I don't even think that should be a conversation topic. And I'm not going to say what we should talk about, what we shouldn't. But in this case, this is not where we're at. This is a prideful group. And I would make the argument to our last uh, caller's point. I think the wins we have have been gut check and showing that we've had guys that know how to win. That's the unfortunate part. We've we've got two wins that could have easily been the other side, and they found ways to win those games by gutting it out and figuring out a way to do it. It the other stuff, you know, the last three, just not good enough. We've been out, not out. We are outclassed last week. Today we were just outplayed, and now it's what are we going to do moving forward? The idea of tanking. They don't not start having tanking conversations in October. No, players never tank that is tank. a late no. December conversation. Well, no, players they're
1: never tank, tank, but the point is is that if you're seven and ten, you'd rather be five and twelve.
0: Well, if you're a fan, yes, but not if you're the player. Yeah, the Correct. Well the
1: players, play the players, players point are never
0: gonna quit. No. Correct. You know, other than other
1: and, than they get figured like how the hell do we win a game? Well, That's what players, they're thinking yeah. now. How do we win a game? We used to have Aaron Rodgers now scoring. For sure. The offense is scoring so few points. They're one of the worst scoring yeah. teams in the league. Yeah, it's bad.
2: Yeah, they they don't have anything they feel great about other than Aaron Jones, and Aaron Jones is still in the mix. I think, I think Aaron Jones needs to be more involved. Uh, AJ Dillon is a nice uh, counter punch. He's physical, but I think I think Aaron Jones needs to be a three down back. We need to wear. It. We need to really lean on him. As we're waiting for Randall Cobb to get back and Christian Watson to get back because we saw it today. He's the only guy that did anything.
0: He's the only only guy. Only explosive player that they have on offense, that's for certain. Uh, And maybe he's the answer to who you guys have, because this is going to be tough again today for the third straight week. It's going to be tough. But who did you guys have as the man?
4: Who was the man in the green and gold game? It's time to find out who the man is. The man is sponsored by New Mail Medical Center. Guys struggling with low testosterone, ED, and weight loss have had success at New Mail. You can too. Schedule your consultation at newmail.com and discover the new you. Homer, you want to kick it off? Yeah,
1: it has to be Aaron Jones. I mean, the plays that he made, and it's sad to think what the def- what the offense would be without him. I mean, the catch, the effort on certain plays. Uh, he's the only one who scored an
0: offensive touchdown today. Had right. Both of them.
1: Yeah. He I mean, he benefits from everybody else being so bad, but still, it's not even close. He's the man. Tell who do you
0: got as the man?
2: I got Josh Nyman. I think the offensive line today, we, we talked all week about it and what they're going to do and try to solidify things. I think Yash, your question, can he play right tackle? I thought he afforded himself pretty doggone good. And, I, again, Gabe, I don't know if you looked. Did, did Green Bay give up a sack today?
0: I do not believe they did. No, zero sacks. So, I, I, I zero just sacks, at what one that quarterback was, hit.
2: Yeah, I thought all in all, the protection, It's still there's still stuff. The the run game, there's too many run-throughs, too many guys getting beat inside and lost yardage plays. But for the most part, I think Yash played a pretty good game over at right Tackle. I'll be curious what the coaches have to say after they break down the tape. But you feel good about that side of it that, all right, once and if David Bocciari obviously was unable to play today, if he can get back, you could start building towards something. Because right now all of this – uh, non-continuity is not helping any of the efficiency that this offense has had. We need to get that, and I think Yash provided it today, and a day that there wasn't a ton that you could say was good about what we saw.
0: I'm going to go with Devondre Campbell because he has been somebody That's I have been one. critical of, uh, and he, he just has not played as well as he did last year, and and I saw, I can't remember who tweeted out earlier in the week, but he had more missed tackles through the first six games than he had all of last season, but today, 12 tackles, seven solo, three tackles for a loss, and oh, by the way, also had the pick six, so Devondre Campbell today was more like the Devondre Campbell we saw last year for the Packers, and that can only be a good thing for them if they want to try to turn this thing around. So that's who I've got as the man. Um Tosh, maybe you can answer this one from the nine two oh why did we throw a pass on fourth and one terrible decision with the running back situation
2: yeah i didn't like it either i didn't like it uh you I really felt like today we would see more under center and more of that stretch zone bootleg stuff off of it and I do wonder, and I hope uh damovsky or somebody asked the question, is that thumb injury not affecting how many snaps under center you see from Aaron Rodgers because I think that's something when you simplify things, that would be one thing. It is frustrating. You have these tailbacks. I always want the ball in Aaron Rodgers' hands when you have a concept or a scheme that you feel good about. Sammy Watkins showed a really great replay. Had you run a bluff, Sammy Watkins was wide open for a tutter.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that wasn't what they but ran. That's not right? the
2: play. He, he blew it, not, I, right? He missed the block. He didn't yeah. He didn't know what he was supposed to do okay. on that play. If he makes that block, I don't care if Dobbs bobbles it a couple times. You pick up the first down, you move on, and it's a whole different ball game. But you didn't. You didn't execute. And that's a – we saw how many times – the idea of Aaron Rodgers tempoing things, he can't because he didn't trust guys get lined up. Two or three uh, alignment errors today where you're shifting, that's coaching and that's – that's preparedness. That's not Rogers-esque. You can't run. You can't do any of that. they that Washington subbed, and I'm thinking, oh, Rogers is chopping, go up and get a 12 men, and they can't even think about doing that because they're they are way behind where they've been. <laughs> That's the stuff that drives you nuts as a fan. And then you go fourth and one, and you think we're going to run a a complicated, quick throw where you're double blocking and you're bubbling out. And your strength of your football team is in your backfield. That's why fans are frustrated by it. So I didn't like the call
0: at all. Makes sense to me as well. Eight five five six one six one six twenty 616 1620 is the Boda Box Wine Line. We get back to your calls coming up next on the Green Bay Game Day postgame show presented by Island Resort and Casino.
4: More of Green Bay Game Day postgame coming up next. Presented by Island Resort and Casino on the Tundra Trio Radio Network. Welcome back to Green Bay Game Day Postgame on the Tundra Trio Radio Network. Presented by Island Resort and Casino with Gabe, Homer, and Tausch. And sponsored by Bud Light. Light, crisp, and refreshing. And ice-cold Bud Light is waiting for you.
5: Another solid move from way to the 20. Rogers muffed it. Washington it's recovered by Percy Butler the rookie. A second consecutive week that Washington takes advantage of a mucked punt.
0: Only led to three points, which I thought at the time was a, you know, nice little victory for the Packers. Unfortunately, they don't get the overall victory on the scoreboard. They fall to the Washington Commanders on the road 23-21. Packers have now lost 3 games in a row and they fall b- b- below 500 at 3 and 4. In the season. I'm Gabe Knight. So along with Steve, the homer true, Mark Tauscher, Packers Hall of Famer here on the Green Bay Game Day post game show, 855-616-1620 is the Butterbox wine line. If you want to join the conversation, and we go out to Jim in Illinois, Jim, you're on the Green Bay Game Day post game show on the Tundra Trio radio network.
10: Thanks. Uh, hey, uh, you guys have a great show. I enjoyed listening to you.
0: Appreciate um, it, Jim. Thank you.
10: I got a question. Uh, can, can we please get the seamstresses that sew the name placards on the jerseys to sew the red challenge flag to Matt LaFlag's pants pocket? Uh, that that would save us a lot a lot of hassle, I think. Uh, also, I think uh, I think we miss Steno as an offensive line coach, and obviously miss Hackett as an offensive coordinator. But I think Steno it was a great, lot uh, offensive line coach. Uh, also, uh, and I agree with Touch about Jones and Nyman and also about how the, you know, that thumb might be affecting Rogers being under center. And I'm almost to the point where if the thumb's bothering Rogers so much, well, let's play love for a while right now. Uh, I look at our next wins is going to be against the Bears. I can't see us winning the next several games. Uh, that's all I have. Oh, Enjoy listening to you from South Central Illinois, and I'll turn it over to you. Thank and you very much.
0: We appreciate it, Jim. So, by the way, uh, just so everybody's on the same page, so that means Jim sees the Packers losing at Buffalo, at Detroit, home against Dallas, home against Tennessee, at Philadelphia. The next game against Chicago is Sunday, December 4th. That will be a draft
1: game.
2: <laughs> it, yeah i don't i mean what do you want me to say
1: uh, i, I, I tell beat, you what you said no he's wrong they're gonna win more they're, it's not gonna happen
2: well i don't even know i'm only looking at buffalo next i couldn't even yeah. tell you i know they have the cowboys somewhere in there yep. um yeah so the, the tennessee next, yep yeah let me tell you something there ain't anybody thinking they're beating tennessee right now What so anybody's thinking they're gonna beat buffalo
0: with with the point that Homer made earlier, Tausch, of, oh, well, Packers are better than Washington. Obviously, they weren't today. But as poorly as the Packers have played over the last, now what are we at here, 10 quarters? You know, the, the second half of the Giants game in London and the last two games, this team can lose to anybody. Of course,
1: yes. Yeah. Yeah. They can't score. They're averaging like 17 points a game when you take out the uh, they get credit for the the pick six, which they didn't do. And they get credit for the safety, which they didn't do. They're averaging 17 points a game. Yeah, it's, There's no reason to have Aaron Rodgers yeah. at 17 points a game. You can put anybody back there and average close to 17 a game.
0: Again, I think without Aaron Rodgers it can get worse. Okay, but at, so that, now, but at that point, yeah. you we're still talking probably right. just so losing now games. We're at Fifteen points instead of yeah, instead of losing yes. games by what they are, you're still ultimately probably. I'd losing I'd like to games. know in
1: his prime. Maybe it's not in his prime, but you know, because you'd have all the great quarterbacks and go, "What's the it's the lowest they had?" But no, you. Know, you, you Taushi said it Steve earlier. Steve Young they never get,
2: had a game like that. He, <laughs> Steve Young never had a season like that's that. That's correct. He did.
1: Okay. You're right. <laughs> Very good, thank you. I knew you'd come around eventually. (laughs) No, you said it earlier. When they're behind, you wonder if they can come back. Yeah. Yeah. But how long is it going
2: to take them to come back? It's uncharted territory. And that's why I'm freaking out a little bit more. Uh, I always always am trying to stay even-keeled. Because I, I know the ebb and flow of an NFL season. There's ups and downs. And you can... Just kind of get an idea of where a team's at. This team is not in a good headspace. This team, they just don't have any weapons outside of Aaron Jones. It is so hard. And if Aaron Rodgers isn't pinpoint putting the football – again, I don't want to sit here and be bashing Rodgers. Uh, I think he made a great throw to Amari Rodgers. Amari Rodgers got to catch the ball. Those plays add up. Well, that was in his but hands. He put, no, it was beautifully thrown uh, He threw yes. it to Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones made that play He also put a ball uh, You know, where Dobbs had a dig Down to catch it, that doesn't get a first down And even on the missed block by Sammy Watkins, he didn't put it On the right spot for Romeo Dobbs To pick up the first down on that one So it's just There's a combination of a lot of things I'm sure uh, He's obviously frustrated With where this offense is And I think he's letting it be known, which isn't going to be a beneficial thing to this football team. So you just start looking at this thing holistically, and you wonder, I know I am, where is it going to come from? What's going to change? And I think if you want to glean any positives out of today, and I'm going to try, I think if Yash Nyman can play a really good right tackle and David Boccher can come back, all of a sudden you start feeling better about the group up front.
1: Right, but how Runyon can you, how can you count on Bakhtiari? It, there's uh, you no, can't. Right.
2: Uh, you can't. I'm saying if you wanted to glean something positive. I do want to glean. So I'm going to do that. But, yeah, it is
1: it is just – I mean,
2: aren't you worried a bad, more Bakhtiari? I want that on a just, T-shirt. I want to glean. Well, no,
1: I agree with you. But but the, <laughs> the number one point you would make about today's game is I'm worried if you can count on ta- or not ta- uh, Bakhtiari at any point this season.
2: Right? Yeah, it's tough to do. It's concerning, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. It's gonna yeah. be. It, he's practiced all week. Um, he played. He's. You finally felt. You heard the coaches talk about. He's finally looking like he's back. So you felt good, and then you see Friday the report comes out that he, you know, he's going to be questionable. And my guess is, I mean, this knee is not getting better. Right. He's fighting through, and I give him credit. He's grinding. He's doing everything he can. But you just wonder how much you can count
1: on. Right. I'm saying when you tell me to be positive and you're counting on it, I need you to do it recognizing that you can't really count on Bakhtiari. So assuming you can't count on Bakhtiari, yeah, then give me some positive. Aaron Jones. All right.
2: Um, Yash Nyman.
0: Yeah, I think, yeah. again, I,
1: I
2: feel positive about Yash. Well, so, I just uh, kind of
0: based on the guy that you do normally do your radio show with, and we're talking with Jason Wilde coming up in the 5 o'clock hour, the way that Jason talked about Yash, like, it seemed to be there were questions about whether or not he could just flip over and play right tackle. And it seems like, again, everyone's, oh, why can't you just flip over? It's definitely harder than everybody thinks it is. And he, to your point, yeah. Tausch, he did it relatively seamlessly. Did a nice today. job today.
2: Yep. Yeah, I thought he did a nice job. And, again, I am i haven't re-watched the game, but nothing glaring. You know, he didn't have penalties. And that's a good front. I know Chase Young wasn't out there, and thank God, because we would have probably only scored six points if he was playing. So you, you start thinking, what can we build on? That's when you're struggling, you say, all right, what can we count on? What can we build off of? And then hopefully you can start adding and, and you know, growing. And that's where this team's at. And I don't recall, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, I just – did you feel the same way that I felt today when they fell behind and thinking, this feels insurmountable? Yep. Yep. Did you guys feel that way? Yes.
0: Because the offense couldn't move the ball. They had 96 yards. Well, I shouldn't say that. They just got over the 100-yard mark. Heading into the fourth quarter because Rogers hit Lazard with like a seventeen-yard pass right before the start of the fourth and quarter. And if they
1: did score, he knew it was going to take forever, which limits yeah, them because
0: there's no explosive place. Right, zero yeah. explosive.
1: Outside of a, outside of
2: a PI penalty yeah, or the, a hold, best the, was,
1: the best thing about their offense is penalties. I swear Rogers throws some passes. I think to try to get penalties. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, why
2: not for sure. And that's where we're at. So. Uh, Listen, I, I'm going to stay optimistic about thinking it can turn it around because I believe in 12. But I think there's more and more people that do not believe in 12. And, Homer, I want to get that sound cut up, Gabe, that Homer just said, what's the point of playing Aaron Rodgers if you're only going to score 17 points? I think that's. I don't want to misquote you. I misquote you all the time, so I don't want to now, Homer. Is that what you're saying? Because I'd like to get a yes, quick exactly. synopsis of what yes. you said. Yes,
1: I, I think you have to – I mean, I still believe in Aaron Rodgers. But if your offense is so bad and you're only scoring 17 points a game, he's not. he would appear to this point not to be the answer. I don't know what the answer is, but what's the benefit of Aaron Rodgers if you're scoring 17 points a game? I'm, I'm open to an answer. <laughs> oh, no. Tausch doesn't have an answer. I mean, well, the answer just, is because, because you believe here, that at some point he's going to yes. get it back up to 25.
2: That is, but right now, do I believe it? I still do because I I believe – I've seen enough. That old boy has done it throughout his career. He figures it out. But, man, I I can remember a Denver Bronco game where he said, I think, 78 yards. It was bad news bears. We stunk. And you know what? He figured it out.
0: That team still won a playoff I can
2: remember – The year we won the Super Bowl. We go up to Detroit and we stink. He gets concussed. He misses. Matty Flynn comes in. That was another point. So, you, you know, I know people this week were saying, oh, three and three. That's the last time, 2010. It's just a whole different vibe. Yeah. You don't get that vibe. So can you get it? Yeah, I sure hope so. I don't know if everybody feels that same way. And most importantly, I wonder if Aaron Rodgers feels that way.
0: Well, we'll certainly hear from. I don't Era, know. We'll hear from Aaron Rodgers coming up at five o'clock. Taush, I look forward to hearing you tomorrow and see if you can. I want to know how many wins Taush has when you're on the air at nine a.m. How many wins you got? All
1: right, right
2: now, we are three and four.
1: Yep. Right. Right. Well, they're three and five. You told us that. Yeah, I think. Are you a 9? What are you going to be
2: in an optimistic world? world <laughs> this team can be ten and seven.
1: Okay. All right.
2: I wouldn't bet on that right now.
0: Yeah, okay. it's, it's,
1: I'll bet on nine.
2: I basically, I don't know. I have to go back and look at the four things that we bet on. But I'm feeling like my uh, $500 bet to Bart Scott, that money is gone. Old Eleanor, she's not getting her doll collection this year because <laughs> that money, she's gone.
0: Let's put that on Tausch, tape, too. Touch we appreciate it. Enjoy the rest of your pair. night. See you guys. Tausch, uh, Mark Tausch, your Packers Hall of Famer, joins us each and every week here. On how many Green wins NBA do you post-game. have? Game? Have you gone below nine? I haven't gone below, but nine seems to I'm be. I'm still at nine. I nine seems to be the most. But I can't go. defend the position. No, I, I, I don't. I don't know how you could defend double-digit wins at this point. Because again, I'm going to. I'm assuming next week's a loss. So now you're sitting at three and five, yep. and it's, it's like when the Brewers were trying to make their playoff push, and, oh, there are only this many back. When you start doing the math and figuring what other teams also have to go for you to get in, you're going, oh, th- that, that actually seems a lot tougher. So, you know, you can just sit there and go, oh, yeah, they can still get to ten wins, but if they're sitting there at three and five and they have nine games left, seven and two? <laughs> that's, that's it, that's, Yes. That seems like a lot of wins yeah, and you can't based say on how they've been but playing. You play, if you played Detroit nine times, then i feel and better. Did, and by the way, I am starting to feel better about that Detroit game. I was nervous early. They have crumbled back to earth the way they've played offense for the last two weeks after having the, off, uh, the league's yes. highest scoring offense through the first five weeks of the season. We'll get back to your calls, eight five five six one six one six twenty. 616 1620 Coming up next on the Green Bay Game Day postgame show.
4: Back after this with more Green Bay Game Day post game on the Tundra Trio Radio Network, presented by Island Resort and Casino. This is Green Bay Game Day post game with Gabe, Homer, and Touch. presented by Island Resort and Casino, and sponsored by Bud Light—light, Light, clean, and crisp tasting on the Tundra Trio Radio Network. Quick throw towards the sticks. That ball-
5: It's incomplete, a turnover on Downs. Dobbs could not hang on, could not get to the sticks with the ball, and the Washington defense comes up with yet another stop.
0: Good news for the Packers today. Three in a row, they have now fallen 23-21 to the Commanders today in Washington. I'm Gabe. He's Homer. We're still taking your calls on the Bota Box Wine Line, 855-616-1620. We're going to be hearing from Aaron Rodgers and hear what he had to say in his postgame press conference coming up shortly. We go back out to that Bota Box Wine Line where James and Waukesha has been patiently waiting. James, you're on the Green Bay Game Day postgame show.
9: Hey, guys.
11: Good Sunday to you. How are you?
0: I mean, we've... Terrible. Yeah, it's, we've definitely had better Sundays, James. I'm I'm sure you would agree. Come on.
11: Come on, man. <laughs> hey, I, I, my question is, um, Father of Time, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, how much, how much of them, what you're seeing today, reminds you of Drew Brees, John Elway, <sighs> Peyton Manning, Joe Montana... And I can go on and on yeah. and nerd the last days. So and, and and it catches up with them, right? You're playing with 22, 23, 24 year old kids. I mean, and this is what I'm seeing. I'm seeing an old man on the sideline, and I'm an old. I'm a 60 year old man. Okay, <laughs> nothing against old men, but okay. But I'm seeing a guy that just yeah, he's checked out. Yeah.
0: So when it comes to Rogers, I can't. I mean, I think Joe Montana's last year with the Chiefs was 1994, so at that point I was eight years old. I don't remember much about it. But John Elway, I mean, he was still pretty playing fairly well at the end. He kind of went out on top. Yep. But he was also assisted because Terrell well, Davis did, was so good running the football. His, with, it was his running game and defense. Yep, yeah, 100%. I mean, and he still made the plays yeah. that he needed to. It, With Peyton Manning and Drew Brees, they had arm and shoulder injuries that really, it it was pretty obvious to me that it was time. With Rodgers, the the thing that's catching up with him to me, it's not the throws. I still think he can make all the throws he needs to make. The problem is, and, and I think this is to your point, James, about the age thing. At 38, 39 years old, he can't extend plays like he used to. So now, going off the text we had on the text line of somebody that was there saying nobody was open downfield, in the past, Rodgers would be able to extend the play. He would roll out of the pocket. He just doesn't have that same athleticism now. But I still think that Rodgers, if we can find him, him some weapons, he can still make all the throws he needs to make from the pocket.
1: With accuracy.
0: Yes. Yeah. Well, no, and it was but important I, that he I, had his
1: guys because then I mean, when but, he ran around, he had to know exactly where they were going to be, and now he doesn't even do that. But so much a part of what
0: Aaron Rodgers has been him, has him his, not even place. make.
1: I'm
11: seeing him not even making three, five yard passes completable. They're, the guys have to go down and catch them and or get behind them, and I uh, mean, they're not accurate.
0: Yeah, 100%, and I wonder how much though that is the thumb, and I could be way off here, James, but I guess I just choose to believe that Aaron Rodgers, because betting against Aaron Rodgers typically doesn't work out unless it's the playoffs, uh, but during the regular season, betting against Aaron Rodgers, that he's not going to be able to figure it out or be accurate, it, it typically goes against you, so I guess, I am I think the thumb is more of an issue than he's willing to admit, this year. and he, well, and... So he tried, I, don't, I, I want to say it was the third quarter when they were showing him, when he put the tape on the thumb. So clearly the thumb is an issue in there as well.
11: So let me ask you, at this point in time, the season's lost. Okay, let's just all deal with reality.
1: Well, no, is I it, don't think it's lost. It time, I think they can. I haven't ruled out the playoffs. Have is, you ruled out the playoffs? It
11: time, okay, we have a first right. Jordan Love, is it time to give this kid a chance and, I, I and think, evaluate him?
0: I think they've evaluated the him, James, and I don't think they've been impressed with what they've seen.
11: I don't. I disagree. Okay. I disagree. I, they haven't given him a fair chance.
0: I mean, he I don't, in in the opportunities he's gotten in the preseason and otherwise, he hasn't preseason really. What, what what else are you supposed to evaluate him? I mean these but those games James like those games he he didn't do anything to me in the preseason that made me go, "Oh yeah, I could see what they saw in him." Like he hasn't done that. Aaron Rodgers
11: never showed anything in the preseason. Brett Favre never showed anything in the preseason. Come on, guys. All right, put this kid put this kid in the live
0: action. But he and did he let him go and and what what did they score thirteen points seven points what they he lost thirteen to beat, seven last he year the chiefs beat
11: Kansas City
0: last year it was seven points
11: if it weren't for forget if, if it weren't for, for miss Field goals, he would
0: have beaten Kansas city yeah I mean. I, I I just I'm 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 out on I'm, on Jordan Love. Obviously, you are not. Okay. I'm, I, I, what? How do you feel about you? No, I, nobody's paying, ever
1: seen anything. We're paying no. P- we're paying fifty million
11: dollars a year for a quarterback, and and look at his stats today. Well, yeah, no, t- as I said, year. to
1: this point, there's been no benefit really of having Aaron Rodgers. Maybe as I said, you're scoring seventeen yeah, a game. I mean, maybe you'd have one more win, but. Nobody believes in Jordan Love. Forget Aaron Rodgers where he was. Because if people believed in Jordan Love, there would be a discussion about it, and there is none.
0: If if people believed in Jordan Love, they wouldn't have given Aaron Rodgers a three-year, $150 million contract. Right.
1: What do we believe in? We believe that with Aaron Rodgers, by the time the regular season ends, he will improve enough and the offense will improve enough that they can make the playoffs. And if Jordan Love plays, gone. you have Just no chance cool of making eight, the playoffs I, at all.
0: I, I To answer your question James, with this Packers team, with the 2022 Packers team, I don't know what I believe in. Well, no, but I don't I say it, I believe it, but I won't bet it.
1: <laughs> there's there's no way you can have any confidence until they do it. You now people said I've always picked them to win. I go, "No, they're going to have to do it." Just show me they can do it because uh, Tausch talks about it. This team has no confidence in how to win games. You know how they always thought they could win games? Because in the end, if it's close, Aaron Rodgers, can, our offense will come through. Right now, out. they if can't count on their somebody, offense for anything, yeah, they which means don't they don't know how to win games. And their defense and the red, the team's never been built on will win for a reason other than the offense. James, we
0: appreciate you're the going
11: call, to man. fire somebody, who are you going to fire tomorrow?
0: If I had to fire someone, does that include players? Like, instead of firing a coach, can I cut a player? Players, coaches, yeah. I'm cutting Amari Rodgers. I'm cutting Amari (laughs) Rodgers. What I'm
1: doing, I'm not cutting anybody. I'm telling Goody, I don't want you to make a stupid trade, but I want you to be willing to trade as much as a first-round pick for a player you or Rodgers believes in.
12: I like that. He should have
11: been gone weeks ago, yeah.
0: Yeah. We appreciate the call, James. Thanks for calling Green Bay Game Day Post Game show, which is brought to you by Bud Light, America's favorite light lager since 1982. Light, crisp, and refreshing. Ice-cold Bud Light is waiting for you. Brewed with four simple ingredients for the highest quality taste. Barley, rice, hops, and water. Pick up Bud Light during your next visit to your favorite local retailer. Enjoy responsibly. 2022 Anheuser-Busch Bud Light, St. Louis, Missouri. Speaking of the quarterback, we hear from QB1. That is coming your way next in two minutes on the Green Bay Game Day Game show.
4: When you open a crisp, cold buzzer... WTMJ, W277CV, and WKTI HD2 Milwaukee from the Annex Wealth Management Studios. This is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station.
5: Heineke sets up, looking for Terry McLaurin against Alexander. It is good! Touchdown!
0: best throw we saw from Taylor Heineke today as the yep. Packers fall to the Commanders, 23-21. Take a quick look at the injury recap presented by Orthopaedic Associates of Wisconsin, Orthopedic Associates of Wisconsin. There is a difference. Visit orthowisconsin.com today. The big one is Rashawn Gary left the game as he was being evaluated from a concussion. I have not seen any update on him. I'm sure the Packers are going to play that one pretty close to the chest. Uh,
1: I expect him to, well, they're playing Buffalo. Maybe they'll <laughs> His problem was against the run.
0: Yeah, they kept running on his side. Yeah, collapses down, sucks in. Yeah, kind of gets time. gets a little too aggressive and. Gets and him, then there and are other people there, position. and they
1: they get caught inside. And yeah,
0: same thing happened with Angabari a couple of times. Who replaced him after he went out? It's it's certainly been an issue that run defense. Uh, the offense has also been an issue, and we're going to hear from QB one. Right now, let's go ahead and uh, listen into what he had to say. And the quarterback press conference brought to you by Ridgetop Exteriors, where customer service is our number one goal. Check them out, ridgetopexteriors.com. The first question to QB1 today was What do you take out of games like this?
13: The success we've had in the past, the confidence, plays that I've made, plays that we've made. The best. Did you take your hand at halftime? Uh, yeah. What was, what was the reason? A couple uh, snaps kind of jammed it, so I wanted a little bit more support uh, just on that knuckle. You know? actually, I felt a little better when it was taped up. So can, uh, can you guys win if you're not making a lot of plays outside the pocket? I know you still can, but can you do that enough to carry this thing? I, think I might need to do that a little bit more. I mean, I kind of... I had a mindset to maybe look to do that a little bit more. Uh, Didn't do it enough today, but it was a lot of two show. Uh, You know, we didn't run the ball particularly well, Uh, didn't catch it particularly well, and I didn't really move a whole lot to extend plays until that last drive. You said this week
10: nobody wants to put on bad tape. When are you going to watch the tape of this game and what do you anticipate seeing?
13: Some bad tape. (laughs) Yeah, some bad tape all around. Uh, I'll probably peek it tonight. Just have a heads up on what to expect tomorrow when we watch it again. Uh, yeah, I'll peek it tonight. They, um, it seemed like they didn't blitz at all. If that's right, what does yeah. tell you? I think you know what it tells you. They didn't need to. That's what they thought. They thought the rush could get home and they could cover it up on the back end. What uh, on the third time for you guys today? Uh, execution of the details, small details. I mean, a uh, lot of mental errors today. Now we had some issues with guys getting hurt. Allen got banged up, and Sammy's was trying. We trying to keep Sammy to 20-25 plays, but but yeah, we just made some silly uh, execution mistakes.
5: In the past, you've said relax as words for the
2: team. This year, coming into the multiple consecutive losses under the floor area, the first time it's happened,
13: what do you think needs to change for the team in order to bounce back from this consecutive loss? We just got to play better, all of us. Uh, You know, I think if we all look at the film, there's probably a number of plays in every phase that we could have done better. But we just... I said it before, the margin of error is so tight. You know, a couple calls don't necessarily go our way, and, and we don't execute at all on offense uh, in certain situations. Um, simple things, we're behind the sticks, we're, you know, penalties, or are uh, dropping balls, we're not putting balls in the right spot. Um, it's not winning football.
10: When you said, uh, Run the table a few years ago. Yeah. That seemed
13: really plausible. Um, does it? Did s- it so? <laughs> it did. Should we rerun history, Pete, and look at what you said about it? Sure. What'd you say? Sure. Well, I couldn't tell you for sure. I'd have to go back and look, but it was at least plausible. Plausible. And I'm wondering if that feels not <coughs> running the table, but writing the ship and getting the playoffs. Does that feel plausible right now? Goddamn right it does. I'm not. I'm not worried about this squad. In fact, this might be the best thing for us. Uh, this week, you know, nobody's going to give us a chance. Going to Buffalo and Sunday Night Football, the chance they get exposed, shoot, might be the best thing for us.
10: You think that's a widespread belief in the locker room? That's your belief. You think that so well, well, is that a widespread belief in your locker room? Obviously, that's your what that you guys can get it turned around and no, no concern here about the squad.
13: I mean, it should be. Unless they don't think they're the right person for the job, I think I'm the right person for the job. So I'd have to ask them. You said
12: there was some mistakes, but what did you see in the, the Washington uh, defense? Um, Coach Robin Rivera said they keep getting better every week. What did you see in the in the overall uh, Washington
13: defense? Yeah, I mean they got a good they got a good front. They got a lot of first round picks. Uh, they're solid on the back end, but they did nothing. You know they've been man coverage like I don't know one or two times. It was all too high, Some match, occasional drop down safety, but they didn't didn't really do a whole lot. They can, they got a good broad scheme, well coached um, between Ron and Jack, and uh, got good players, but didn't have to to do a lot.
3: Eric, can you talk about on your
13: side how your defensive folks (coughs) been well today? What's the question? Today, your defense squad. What no about? How are they? Your thoughts on the, the effort? I mean, we had a pick six. We had a forced fumble return for a touchdown, get called back. Uh, we had another fumble that looked like a fumble. Thought they were you know, more aggressive uh, around the football. We had some opportunities for sure. I mean, they definitely uh, played well enough for us to win.
12: When
10: you say you, you draw on the past per se to
13: think you can turn it around, are you talking this season or, or past seasons and is there anything from this season that you can draw on to say you can turn it around? No, I felt like the question was in reference to maybe past seasons, so uh, past seasons. Does it, feel, I'm sorry, I Go ahead. Does it feel anything like 2016 last time you left Washington? Kind of yeah, I, out hope so. I hope so, I hope so. I remember we played Philly on a Monday night, I believe. Next time. Um, it's kind of got things going again. So hope for the same juju this week. Aaron, you got 33 ball this week from the very start all game. And it didn't result in much of different offensive production as the team. Outside of him and Al. You guys going to keep asking about it? All right i not asking that. Outside of you feel much confidence right now. I mean, I think the outside of those two guys, there's too many uh, mental mistakes. And you know, I talked about simplification last week. Um, I don't really know uh, where to go when it comes to that. There has to be. You know, something inside uh, that that has an accountability for performance. Where we're just having way too many um, detailed mistakes. It's just not winning football. You know, when you're expecting, you know, it could be a total wrong route. You know, or it could be the wrong stem, or it could be uh, the release. Um, we're just not good enough to overcome some of those things right now. Um, you know we have talent on our team for sure, um, but it has to consistently show up from all of us. Otherwise, why would we have any confidence in, in moving forward? You know we scored 14 points today, seven in a two-minute, seven on a short field. Last week we scored 10 points. You know three in a two-minute, two in a no, ten, you know, seven in a no-huddle. It hasn't been winning football on offense.
12: Two more, friend. Of the changes on the lineup front, and how concerning is it that Dave had a knee pop
13: up again? Yeah, it's disappointing. We all found out about uh, probably the same time you guys did. Um, You know, that was uh, the change that they went with. Two guys that played together a lot on the left side, two guys that played together a lot on the right side, although they played together on the left side mostly. Um, You know, and then when Dave couldn't go, we adjusted to it and kind of changed a lot of things around to try and give Zach some help. But uh, we're a better football team than 69s out there. The ball to Amari in the game, is yep. that an example of how you guys are close and just not able to get all the way to Paris this I mean, it's one play, there was probably seven or eight other passes that could have been caught for sure. Um, but, we, you know, right now we got to have all of them because we're just not good enough uh, to win without it. Take
0: care. That's Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers giving his thoughts after the Packers fall to the Commanders 23-21 on the road. Please remember you don't have to wait until Christmas time to ring the bell, put money in the Salvation Army Red Kettle. Donate now at samilwaukee.org. We head back to the Botox Wide Line 855-616-1620 coming up next in the Green Bay Game Day Postgame Show.
4: Welcome back to Green Bay Game Day Postgame on the Tundra Trio Radio Network. Presented by Island Resort and Casino with Gabe, Homer, and Tausch. And sponsored by Bud Light. Light, crisp, and refreshing. And ice-cold Bud Light is waiting for you.
5: Play the game right now. Heineke, hit as he throws, launches, it is caught! Terry McLaurin
0: Didn't necessarily seal it because McLaurin got out of bounds, so it gave the Packers an opportunity at the end that they could not cash in on because it was a miracle situation, having to go about eighty yards or fifty yards, whatever to get in the field goal range and, well, and
1: then you can't argue about uh, Barry in terms of using the way he used Jair Alexander. He was there.
0: Nope. He was there. Jair just did not have his best game. Terry right. McLaurin beat him a couple of times. Key situations, that being one of them, the touchdown being the other one. 855-616-1620, the Botobox Wine Line. That's where we find Pat in Atlanta. Pat, you're on the Green Bay Game Day post-game show with Homer and Gabe.
14: Hey, guys, I love uh, both of you. you. You put great insight. You're, you're giving normal analysis. You're not going psycho. God, I, I can't even wait to hear Jason Wilde go nuts and his passive-aggressive love-hate of Aaron Rodgers all week and dissect every little phrase that Aaron Rodgers says. But you just heard him. He's just acting normally, saying, hey, there's a lot of different guys who are not doing what they're supposed to do. There were a lot of drops today. Jair Alexander got burned in key plays. Eric Stokes had a horrible game, including a stupid push out of bounds. Although Aaron Rodgers did have the thumb, he did not make great throws. But it's not like you can lay all this on one thing, even coaching. uh, It's the players who win or lose the game. And we just had a bunch of different guys who are, you know, just not putting it together just yet. So I think there is some optimism, but I do agree with Dave completely. The one move I'd make right now is Amari Rogers has got to go. Get somebody else. And we also have to face reality. David Bakhtiari had a career-ending injury two years ago. It's about time to admit it. They don't want to admit it because they're paying him so much money. They're hoping he can get back and earn some of it. But we just got to make those two finality decisions: which is Amari Rodgers ain't worth it, and Bakhtiari isn't coming back. And let's go pack.
0: Yeah, that's. And I mean, and I think people love David Bakhtiari. That's the other thing that makes it hard with David Bakhtiari is he's beloved by the fan base because, much like AJ Dillon, he's endeared himself to the fan base. He shows up to Packers excuse me, shows up to Bucks games and chugs beers and wants to be one of the people here in the state of Wisconsin. And it's you're rooting for him, and you're starting to feel good. It's it's bad that they practiced him all day. I wonder if Matt Lafleur regrets practicing him all three days. If that's something that David Bakhtiari wanted to do, so he allowed him to do it because earlier the season, Lafleur said, "Hey, it might be a new reality where he doesn't practice all three days." Well, we
1: don't even know what happened. What changed? No idea. But I think anybody you you hope, but I don't know how anybody can count on David Bakhtiari on this season of on a regular basis.
4: Yeah,
0: I I have no idea either. Uh, it is time to get into our difference making player of the game.
4: Who had the biggest impact in today's game?
0: Enzo- and touchdown, Aaron Jones. Packers on
4: top. It's time for the difference-making player of the game. And Rodgers comes back to the other side towards
8: Lazard, who's got it! Touchdown, Packers!
4: Presented by Annex Wealth Management. Know the difference. Start at AnnexWealth.com.
0: Who'd you have your difference-making player of the game, Homer?
1: Tell me his name again, the quarterback for the Washington team.
0: Taylor Heineke.
1: Yeah, he, he was one of the greatest. I mean, I, I it was right up there with Lazarus. It was one of the greatest turnarounds uh, in the first half. Russell Wilson ask the
0: every, way Russell Wilson yes. used to do it for Seattle.
1: But but Russell Wilson's good. I think he isn't any good. <laughs> so the first half, literally, yeah, I felt that every pass he threw could be intercepted. Yeah, and they almost were. Mm-hmm. And in the second half, he was Hall of Fame. You have to look at the numbers. The the I mean, I would have thought at half. Just make that guy pass the ball. And his numbers in the second half were, he was almost perfect. They won the game because he played a half of football that nobody thought was possible. And is—I mean, granted, they ran the ball, but there's nobody who expected him to make the plays he made, throwing the football in the second half, after the first half.
0: Yeah, I would agree. Uh, my difference-making player of the game is Terry McLaurin because he showed you what a number 1 offense can do, even against a top defensive back like Jair Alexander. Terry McLaurin made a tremendous catch in the end zone against pretty decent coverage from Jair, and then was able to get just enough separation from Jair at the end when, if that pass falls incomplete, the Packers, I mean, they, they get the ball... At the two-minute warning, no timeouts left, but they've got a decent chance to get into field goal range potentially end that game. Instead, McLaurin makes the play. But
1: I ask you, which is more amazing, the pass that was thrown or the catch that was made? Oh, the
0: pass. No, I mean, Taylor Heineke is certainly more impressive, but I think McLaurin, uh, the reason why I'm choosing McLaurin is because it shows you what a dynamic playmaker can do for you on offense, and that's just what the Packers don't have outside of Aaron Jones. And
1: everybody will mention that uh, Packers took Jay Sternberger.
0: Yes, Mm -hmm. who I believe is out of the league. No,
1: it's it's a, the the biggest problem against Goody is he's horrible drafting receivers, both regular receivers and tight ends, and it's put a huge limitation on the Packers and they where they are the only reason that Devant the loss of Devontae Adams is so huge is because unlike before when a receiver left, there's nothing there. there. There's nothing there and it all goes to The draft choices and a number of years that he wouldn't take a first or second or second round pick for a receiver. He tried to do a little later and do some. But you look at all those receivers for the Packers Mm -hmm. that turned out. They're around 50 somewhere in there. Now, he did it again first time this year with Watson. But having no one is the result of his horrific selections in that area of the team.
0: Uh, 800, excuse me, eight five five six one is the Boda Box Wine Line we'll get out to you, try to get a couple more calls before we talk to Jason Wildey in the final half hour of the Green Bay Game Day post game show but we are brought to you by Tito's Handmade Vodka and it's America's original craft vodka in 1995, Tito Beverage built his very own distillery, put his life savings into it, since then he's won unanimous choices uh, ju- uh, judges choice double gold medal at the World Spirits Competition, the Chairman's Trophy for World's Best Vodka Tonic and many others, Tito's Handmade Vodka is Still made on the same land where it all started in Austin, Texas. Distilled from corn and gluten-free. Visit them at titosvodka.com for recipes, videos, and more. Distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. 40% alcohol by volume, volume, namely 80 proof. Crafted to be savored responsibly. More of your calls on the Box Wine Line, 855-616-1620. As we continue the Green Bay Game Day postgame show next.
4: More of Green Bay Game Day postgame coming up next. Presented by Island Resort and Casino on the Tundra Trio Radio Network. Welcome back to Green Bay Game Day postgame on the Tundra Trio Radio Network. Presented by Island Resort and Casino with Gabe, Homer, and Tausch. And sponsored by Bud Light. Light, crisp, and refreshing. And ice cold Bud Light is waiting for you.
5: Heineken the end zone. He's got a man in Gibson. He's in for the touchdown. Tight roping that end zone.
0: Packers fall to the Commanders 23-21. Now three and four on the season. I'm Ho- uh, he's Homer. I'm Gabe. 855 1620 is the Botabox wine line where Mike in Chicago has patiently been waiting. Mike, you're on the Green Bay Game Day post game show with Homer and Gabe.
12: Yeah, hi guys. I should talk to you. guys. I just, I don't see this team making the playoffs. I really don't. I mean, you take a look at the last three games, how they've been dominated in the second half. They've thoroughly been out coached and out played. And really, from the get go of these games, they seem uninspired to me. I don't know if it seems like that to you, but where does it start? It hasn't started really from game one against the Vikings. I mean, they beat they beat Tampa Bay in a slugfest in, in, in heat, but look at what Tampa Bay is. They're, they're at three and four, so really they haven't impressed me at all on both sides of the football. And their coaching staff is—I uh, think it's failing at this point in time, guys. I—I I don't see them turning it around. I really don't. Uh, you may have a different outlook, but I don't. And, um, I mean, that's basically that's all I've got to say. Their special teams started out fairly well, and they've seen the beginning bad again. And um, you know, only just uh, maybe Rogers is eroding. You know. Um, but uh, I don't see them really – the only thing left for them is to play off the string and play off the schedule as far as I'm concerned, guys.
0: Yeah, uh, and I feel that most people who have said that they're still going to make the playoffs, the fans that have called in, Homer, have been, well, that's because the NFC is so bad. Look at how bad the NFC is. When you start looking at how bad everybody else is around you, that's Terrible. not, that's, yeah. not an, that's not a way that – No, it's a way win. to be wrong. Yes. It's a way
1: to be wrong. You might be wrong, but generally – That means that you don't have faith in your team. No, I'm I'm counting on one thing and one thing only. I can't believe that Aaron Rodgers' team is going to continue to score at 17 points a game. 17 points a game, and uh, there's there, and I stand by it. There's no reason to play Aaron Rodgers if you're going to score 17 points a game. Now you're playing because you believe it'll get better, and I do. That's the only reason I can pick him to win. I wish I had the guts to say 10, but I don't. Nine, (laughs) because at three and five, you got to go, you know, seven and two to get to 10 wins, and they haven't proven to me that they can't even do it once. I mean, Aaron Rodgers talked about it, and it, it amazes me that, I, I, you know, he's just so calm. You know, he's, 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 selling, he's selling the same uh, product, only, hey, buddy, as you said, you scored 10 points, one, you scored 14. Do you remember any other years where you were like this? I don't think so. But you'd have to go back to when Jordy Nelson was out.
0: Stretches in 2015. That was it. You know, Tausch, that was when it happened. Tausch mentioned it earlier in the postgame show where he only had like 87 passing yards no. against Denver. There were no. a couple of games in that stretch where because they started 6-0, and closed 4-6. and There were some stretches in there that were... Well, no, his quarterback rating has never been as bad as it was that
1: year mm-hmm. until this year. Yeah. Because he had only one receiver, and, and probably Randall Cobb was better than what they have... This year, but yeah, and and without Jordy well, but, Nelson, but the other
0: problem there was is even though James Jones that was James Jones's last season, yeah, Aaron trusted James Jones, so James right. he trusted James Jones would catch the ball in the crowd, even though he was always in a crowd because at that point in career he just wasn't getting open. But he knew that there were certain times he could throw the ball to James Jones and he could trust him in those situations. I mean, there. They
1: they don't know what to do, and you know the reality is I don't know what to do. Nobody knows what to do because fundamentally we've always believed the offense, if necessary, will at some point bail you out. And the offense has done nothing. And the offense is actually, if you look at any statistic, that the offense has been a bigger problem to this point in the season than the defense. The defense is much closer to the norm than than the offense. Yeah, the,
0: the Packers defense hasn't been as good as advertised, right? Um, because, you know, clearly they're not a top-five defense. But they are been about what the Packers' defense was a year ago, and that right. was still good enough to be 13-4. and four. It's the offense it, that, even though we knew it would struggle, I didn't see this type of struggle. They can't score! No. Did not see that type of struggle coming. Let's go ahead and uh, get to our drive of the game.
4: Which drive set that tone for the final score? The march down the field that made the difference. Rodgers. It's time for the drive of the game. Presented by Boucher Automotive Group. They ride with you every mile. Visit them today at Boucher.com. Touchdown!
0: Drive the game, Homer.
4: I'm tired of drive of the game as being the
1: other team. Yeah. Uh when the when Washington got the field goal to up nine. It's over. They can't yeah, hey, this offense can't score. They think and it is uh, how much time? No, but it's gonna take him so long to score. When they got more than a touchdown down, game over in the fourth quarter. And that's sad, but that speaks to the team this season.
0: Uh, I am going the final drive drive for Washington, even though it ended in a punt for them because they were able to take three minutes, three seconds off the clock. Uh, faced a second and six where they picked up a first down to Terry McLaurin. and Then, of course, faced that third and nine where Terry McLaurin made the catch for 12 yards. That, to me, kind of sealed everything for Washington. We hear from Jason Wildy. Coming up next on the Green Bay Game Day Postgame Show.
4: Back after this with more Green Bay Game Day Postgame on the Tundra Trio Radio Network. Presented by Island Resort and Casino. And sponsored by Bud Light. Four simple, high-quality ingredients. Barley, rice, hops, and water. Welcome back to Green Bay Game Day Postgame on the Tundra Trio Radio Network. Presented by Island Resort and Casino. With Gabe, Homer, and Tausch. Your key to inside the numbers, inside the hash marks, and inside the locker room. All Packers, all the time. Packers reporter Jason Wilde is on Green Bay Game Day postgame. Brought to you by WPS Health Solutions. Visit OperationFanMail.com to nominate an active duty service member or military veteran for recognition this season.
0: Before we get to Jason Wilde, I do want to let you know the Green Bay Game Day postgame show brought to you by Bud Light, America's favorite light lager since 1982. Light, crisp, and refreshing in high school. Bud Light is waiting for you. Brewed with four simple ingredients for the highest quality taste, barley, rice, hops, and water. Pick up Bud Light during your next visit to your favorite local retailer. Enjoy responsibly 2022 Anheuser-Busch Bud Light, St. Louis, Missouri. He is our friend. He is our teammate. He is Jason Willie. He joins us each and every week here on the Green Bay Game Day Post Game show presented by Island Resort and Casino. I'm Gabe Nitzel, along with Steve, the homer, True. Uh, Jason, uh, this was a question that kind of Taush put up there, and, and we never really got to with him. So I'm going to start by asking you. Because he may bring it up to you tomorrow, and maybe you guys discuss further on Wilde and Towers nine to noon on AS, nine to noon on ESPN Wisconsin. This was a game where the Packers kind of felt like must win game, and they go out there and lose. Is this among the worst losses of the Aaron Rodgers era?
15: No, um, I mean it's among them, I'm sure. But you know, I I've seen some pretty bad ones, right? Like. What was that in fifteen where they went to Denver and he had like seventy yards passing? Uh, there's been other games that have been ugly. Yeah, now, but that,
0: that Denver game, I believe they were six and zero, and it was an ugly game. But in terms of the context of like this, this kind of felt like a must win game with Buffalo lingering uh, next week, and now you're, you're you're staring three and five in the face.
15: Yeah, but again, all right. First of all, I want to apologize to you because I've been. Reassuring to you uh, for a couple of weeks now, and my reassurance uh, has been apparently misguided. Um,
1: <laughs> Not according to Aaron Rodgers.
15: Yeah, uh, well, we'll get to him. Uh, yeah. oh, but oh, yeah. you know, they—they just—they—they they don't look like they have any answers offensively at all. And no matter how depleted your receiving group is, I mean, remember they went to. Arizona last year without uh, MVS without uh,
8: Lazard
15: and without Devonte, and one um, you don't have Cobb you lose uh, you, you get Sammy Watkins back but you uh, don't have Christian Watson and then you lose Alan Lazard today in the in the fourth quarter um, they just don't they didn't look like they had any answers when they had Lazard uh, they basically have Aaron Jones I don't know if I've seen an offense in a really long time where I felt like they had one, only one weapon, and that includes when they had Adams when he was far and away the best receiver in football. So um, they offensively, they just looked completely lost. Um, and Aaron Rodgers bears some of that responsibility. Um, I have too many 2018 vibes. Guys aren't getting open. He's talking about mental mistakes, et cetera but they, they just do not look like they have a clue offensively. Defensively, you know, no one cares if you start out strong. Like, it's great that you start off strong, but if you peter out, and that happened again today, I mean, that 16-play drive that ate up almost nine minutes of the third quarter, like, you can't let that happen. You can't let that happen against Taylor Heineke. Um, you just can't. And so, you know, their, their offense has no answers, their defense, uh has answers early and then wilts during the second half. Um they got they got all kinds of problems. I, I but I'm not willing to say and maybe I'm crazy, but I'm not willing to say this was a must win. Like I, I, I was there for sixteen when they ran the table and won eight in a row and reached the NFC championship game. I was there uh in two thousand three and four when I think they started one and three the first year One and four in 2004 and recovered. Um, Yes, Buffalo looming is a daunting task and chances are that they could be three and five after next Sunday night. There's still nine games left. And you look at that schedule. uh, There's nobody there that you don't think they can beat. The problem is there's nobody there that you are convinced they will beat. And that kind of sums up where this team is at right now.
1: Why? Is the offense so bad, given some of the comments he made, what what's happened?
15: Yeah, there's, there's no look, there is no margin for error for them. I, I, I use that phrase even before Rogers did. He's been using it now for the last couple of weeks. Uh, look, th- this is great players make up for shortcomings around them, and I'm not talking about Rogers when I say that. I'm talking about Devonte Adams. Okay, having a number one wide receiver who is a legitimate number one, not a wishing and hoping and throwing pennies in the fountain, hoping that Alan Lazard is a number one receiver, number one receivers tilt the field. And Terry McLaurin today tilted the field in Washington's favor, right? Unbelievable catch on the touchdown. Do the Packers have anyone that you're convinced makes that catch? I'm not. No. No. And then the huge play where Heineke throws a wounded duck while he's getting hit on third down to, to keep the ball and against their best corner. And one of the best corners in the league, Terry McLaurin comes back to the ball and figures out a way to catch it. Like that's what great players do. And if you trade away, your great player. So you can have an inside linebacker and a defensive tackle and trade up to take another wide receiver. Um, th- this is what happens. Like, no one no one believes that devonte adams in and of himself is the reason why they are not above 500 now, his departure but he he gives rodgers so many other things and he gives the rest of the offense so many other things first of all wait a minute jason was,
1: i do believe then it so you, uh, what do i believe with with devonte adams they'd be above 500 is that your was that your question
15: I don't think it's the, I don't think his absence is the sole reason why they're below 500. Okay. I think it is a major factor though. And that's the point I'm trying to make. I, I just, I think that when I, when I look at this offense and they have Aaron Jones and he made a whale of a catch on a second touchdown, uh, they kept running that toss to the right, uh, until, and Washington never really did stopped it. Um, but they just, they don't have anyone that scares you anymore. And if, if, if you only have one player that commands respect and attention in terms of your weapons, then you're not going to do very well. And yes, Adams was that one player most of the time, but his presence also made other players because of the coverage he demanded, whatever else better. And even when he was covered by two or three defenders, he still made plays, which is what great wide receivers do. They just—I thought Terry McLaurin reminded everyone today why having a, number, a legit, true blood, or blue blood number one wide receiver changes everything. And the Packers don't have one. Romeo Dobbs, who I have been hugely positive about, was targeted four times and he didn't catch a ball. Uh, ESPN Stats and Info had him for one drop. Uh, I would say he probably had two. Uh, that third down pass that Rodgers threw so low, and Rodgers just glared at him as they were coming off the field. Like, I'm not sure if there's a better place to put that ball. I would like to think a little bit higher makes it a little bit easier. But they just don't have anyone that's, that commands any respect or attention on their offense right now. Uh, and between that and a reconstituted offensive line that was decent, I guess we could say, against a pretty good front, but certainly not uh, dominant and had a couple of really bad holding penalties on Yash that were troublesome. Their offense is just out of sorts, and I'll be curious to see how they figure it out because they have shown no signs of having any clue what to do
0: talking with Jason Wilde. Um, what do you make of the quarterback's optimism after the game
15: yeah i thought it was incredibly uh, unreassuring if you're a packers fan like Whoa. Uh, playing the bills the bills is 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 might be exactly what we need um, bills are coming off a bye they're going to be playing at home um, you know i i'll be honest i i was talking to somebody about this this week um I wasn't expecting R-E-L-A-X. I wasn't expecting um, we can run the table. And to Roger's point, uh, I think in response to Pete Doherty, uh, I do believe there were plenty of us that at four and six in 2016, when he said, "I think we can run the table," we looked at the schedule and said that is possible.
1: I remember and, you saying that.
15: So I, I'm not. I'm not willing to. Uh, I'm not willing to, I don't think we were rewriting history when Pete said that it was plausible then, and it doesn't necessarily feel plausible now, but I I thought his answer um, there were some other answers sprinkled in there too about how I think I'm the right guy for the job. Uh, If, and if there's people that are doubting in that locker room, uh, maybe they're not the right guys for the job. Like there's just so many subtle kind of things that he said that, that in my opinion undercut the your goddamn right line about um next week I, I just i i found him unconvincing like i i did not find him reassuring in his response to that
1: yeah i did not buy anything he was selling cuz he didn't seem to recognize that this is different that's what isn't that what you want to hear cuz isn't yeah, that I mean, obvious look, to everybody i don't yeah, i mean
15: yeah and that look, that 16 team had uh, Jordy Nelson winning comeback player of the year. It had Devontae Adams having a breakthrough season. It had Cobb battling injuries. Uh, you know, he had the same injury as he has now—the high ankle sprain. Jared but Cook. He was playing well. He was play- Jared Cook making the catch on the sideline. Great ad there. Um, and they don't have anything even remotely resembling that. Like only Wes Hochwald from Packers.com loves. Mercedes Lewis more than me. But what does he do? He said some good things after the game, but they basically have Tanya, Tanya at, wide, at, at tight end and nobody else, right? Yeah. I mean, they don't, have any, they don't have a second tight end that threatens you in any way, shape, or form in the passing game. So you got no tight ends. You got really no wide receivers that strike fear in anybody's heart. You got one stud running back. The other guy, A.J. Dillon, for all the talk about him, Uh, I don't see him tilting the field in the Packers' direction. Yeah. And and your star quarterback, with what's around him, isn't able to do the magic that we've come to take for granted for the past 14
0: years. Jason, we appreciate the time. Look forward to more tomorrow on Wilde and News. I wish Rodgers
1: would have said some of those things. All
0: right, bye, guys. Take care. Be good. Jason wasn't reassuring either, so I guess they both got to share today in being reassuring. This has been the Green Bay Game Day postgame show.
8: Hey, Wisconsin, it's WTMJ's Jeff Wagner. It's time to get your home prepped for winter, and it's time for Wagner's Home Improvement Showcase, presented by Great...